Assalamu alaikum. Today's beautiful name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the name Al-Khaliq. And Al-Khaliq, of course, is known as the Creator. And usually, you know, this name is one of those names where we usually don't feel any connection. Because, you know, obviously Allah is Al-Khaliq and we are His creation. And, it, you, you know, the discussion usually stop th stops there. We don't really feel the sense of connection with this beautiful name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, although there is a profound, profound meaning in this beautiful name of Allah that if we thought about deeply, it would completely change our lives. And so, what does khalq mean? Khalq means to, um, you know, create something out of nothing, right? And, you know, we know from the story of creation that before Allah created anything, there was only Allah. Because He is al-awwal, right? Laysa qablihi shay wa laysa ba'dihi shay. There is nothing before Him, nothing after Him. He is, um, you know, al-awwal the first to exist and before him there was no existence and you know the first thing that he created was the pen and he told the pen to write down the destiny and then he created the seven uh, skies right the seven samawat and he did that over a period of six days to, sh to teach us graduality after that he created the angels and the jinn and all of the creation and the last creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was us the human being. SubhanAllah, it's as if Allah prepared everything on earth and everything in the universe for the grand creation which was going to be Adam salam, the human being. And of course, this human being was given a precious, precious gift from Allah Taala, which is the ruh, which is from the unseen, right? The spirit or, you know, there's really no translation for the word ruh. But this was something special that was given to the human being. And we also know from this that, you know, the angels were commanded to do sajda to Adam, to do prostration to Adam, salam, due to this honor. And this is something that got Iblis to be jealous. And, you know, you, know, you all know that before Adam was given this ruh, he was just a piece of clay, just made from water and dust. And, you know, it was a piece of pottery with some holes in it. But the moment this ruh came inside, he became a special creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so this khalq came, came into existence. And you know, we also have profound, profound um, you know, things to ponder upon when it comes to the creation of you know, a baby in the womb of the mother. You know, just from a, a drop of filthy liquid. You know, how the baby gets, you know, moves through the different stages of uh, production and you know uh, comes out from the the mother in a, such a beautiful form and so these are all signs of the creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but one thing to think about here is this noble creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the final creation that was uh, ready to benefit from all the favors that Allah had created for him Adam alayhi salam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah al-Baqarah huwa alladhi khalaqa lakum ma fil ardi jami'an he is the one who has created for you everything on this earth. Jami'an, Allah says, every single thing on this earth has been created for us, human beings. Allah saying that. Now, so what's, what's really the thing to benefit from in this ayah? Allah saying that if He created everything for us, that means we need to use whatever He has created. And so here we come into a very, very powerful concept of 
um, fulfilling our dreams, right? We all have dreams, we all have wishes that we want to be fulfilled. And usually when it comes to f uh, fulfillment of wishes, what do we rely on? Dua, right? And dua is usually thought of as something that you do with your tongue. Something that you raise your hands and you ask Allah, Ya Allah, give me children, Ya Allah, give me a wife, Ya Allah, give me some rizq, Ya Allah, give me health, right? And this is something that you do with your, uh, with your tongue. But there is another form of dua that unfortunately so many people are unaware of. And this is something that, you know, modern science today has proven to make, you know, uh, to give results. And, you know, a lot of uh, studies, especially with the law of energy, have come to this conclusion that there is another form of asking. And that asking is, the form, is in the form of imagination. And this is something special that the human being is capable of. And Wallahu Alam, this is something that has to do with the ruh, something of the unseen. If you just close your eyes, you are able to tr you travel through time. You are able to go back into your childhood days. You are able to go into the future and imagine things that are, don't exist till today. You are able to go different places. So the sense of time and the sense of place and location does not exist for this unseen uh, world that we are completely not connected to unfortunately because of this you know world of materialism and the world of you know just being able to see things and believing them whereas the believer Allah subhanahu wa has you know one of the first characteristics of the believer Allah subhanahu wa has surah al-baqarah is alladheena yu'minuna bil ghayb those who believe in the unseen and you know I wallahi I believe that part of this belief of the unseen is to focus on the the ruh and the ability of us as human beings to imagine. Now, you know, science has also proven today that everything comes into existence due to imagination. Just think about it, right? How do planes exist today? Someone one day imagined what it would feel like to fly. And then, you know, with research and resources put together, planes came into existence. Even the iPhone, right? How did the iPhone or Samsung or whatever phone, how did that come into existence? How did that become created? Which is also a part of khalq, right? So Allah is al-khaliq, but He has given the human being the capability to also create things, right? And so, how did the phone come into existence? Someone, someday, somewhere, was sitting around and saying, you know what, what, did, what would it be like if we could communicate with one another? Through, through space, right? Without this element of space and physical connection. And so this came out of imagination. And so this is really the power of imagination. When you, you know, close your eyes and try to imagine what your future would be like, what you want to achieve in your life, what you want to invent, all these creative ideas that come up, come out of imagination. This is the power of imagination. That also brings us to another very, very powerful a secret that so many people are unaware of, which is the power of intention. Right? The power of intention. When you make a niyyah, it comes into existence. And we know this from, uh, you know, plenty of, of hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, even in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphasizes on this point. If you open up the books of hadith, what's the first hadith that comes? And the first chapter, the chapter of intentions, right? So usually when, when this hadith is explained, it's usually explained in the sense of, you know what, you get whatever, you get, you know, good deeds based on the intentions behind those good deeds, right? And that's, alhamdulillah, that's a great uh, explanation. But another powerful explanation of this is that 
your actions are, are a result of your intentions. And whatever you intend to do will turn into actions. SubhanAllah. So your imagination, your intention, which is nothing yet, comes into existence the moment you make that intention and the niyyah. And the moment you start imagining it in the future, that's where it starts initiating. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the entire universe work to fulfill your niyyah and your intention. And subhanAllah, the more powerful, science today says that the more powerful your imagination is, the more you feel that thing in the future, you know, if you could feel it in terms of the colors, in terms of the smell, in terms of the intensity, the more feeling is there, the more intensity in the feeling, the more faster that thing comes into existence. SubhanAllah. And this is something I'm not making, making up. A lot of you probably will be skeptical in this view, but wallahi, this is something that is proven now with the laws of energy. And, you know, so many, so many people are, you know, making their dreams a reality just by this process. And so this is something that we need to, as, as believers, believe in, that this does exist. And this is something that we need to take advantage of to fulfill our deeds, to make this world a better place. Because at the end of the day, Adam السلام, was created as a Khalifa of Allah on earth. Right? So we have been given that responsibility to make this world a better place, to live meaningful lives. And these are all tools. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-An'am that these believers who think about the heavens and the earth, those who remember Allah standing, sitting, and laying down. And they think about the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these skies and the earth. And then they, what do they say? Allah, you have not created all of this in vain. You have not created all of this without a purpose. And so another beautiful lesson in this ayah is that Allah, you have created all of this with a purpose. And if I am able to use whatever you have created to fulfill my mission on this earth, then I, I can tap into this resource that you've given us. You know, the creation of the heavens and the earth. There's, Allah has created everything for us to make use of, to make this world a better place. You know, so when it comes to fulfilling our dreams, usually we focus on, you know, material things, worldly things. You know, I need to read. I need to, you know, go get a degree. I need to, you know, look for a job. And so those are good things. And sa'i is very important when it comes to fulfilling your dreams. Uh, working hard and putting the effort is extremely important. But what I'm saying is, why don't we tap into the, the world of imagination, the world of intentions? And, you know, there's plenty of books out there that you can read about this stuff and how p the, its people are benefiting from it. There's another, another amazing hadith of the Prophet ﷺ where he says, كُلٌّ مُيَسَّرٌ لِمَا خُلِقَ لَهُ Every single one of you, the path has been made easy for whatever has been created for you. And subhanAllah, so here another powerful explanation of this hadith is that, you know, whatever you bring into existence by, by putting in the intention or imagining, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ease the path for you. Just think about that. Allah will ease the path of you to fulfill whatever it is you want to achieve. And so, you know, here we're learning that one of the signs of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that there is an easy path to everything. And you know, to confirm this, how many times a day do we say Ya Allah guide us to the straight and shortest path 
between point A and B. We say that 17 times a day. Just think about that. We're asking Allah to show us the shortcut to anything that makes us happy. Whether it's wealth, whether it's health, whether it's you know, happiness or getting married or children. The short, there is a shortcut to all of these things. If we only ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with you know, proper intentions, with awareness of what we're saying. We've been saying this you know, over and over and over again, but we've never paid attention. You know, we, we have made, unfortunately, to think that you know, the path to Allah is difficult and it's, you know, uh, it's long and it's going to take effort. And it's, you know, but Allah says that um, He has made this uh, Allah wants ease for you. He doesn't want difficulty for you. You read Allah and you khaffifa ankum. Allah wants to ease your burden. And so there is a shortcut. These secrets are out there. There is a shortcut to anything you want to achieve. If only you paid attention to these secrets that I just shared with you. The power of imagination, the power of intention, the power of you know, relying on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that there is an easy path. And if you search for it and you are guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that path will become super easy for you. And you know, there are people today who are making billions of dollars just by, you know, making one idea and, and sitting there doing nothing, right? Just think about the founder of a company like Facebook, right? The idea that came out of college, it came from inspiration, it was an imagination, how to connect college students together. And now, mashallah, you know that person, he's sitting on billions, he's sleeping and he's making millions in his sleep. How much hard work is involved in that, you know? Yes, they're putting a lot of hard work and taking it further and further. But what I'm saying is we're living in times today where there's so many opportunities out there. Then the, you know, the age of information and the age of resources availability, you know, then the age of communication, everything is so easy. And therefore, there's a shortcut and an easy path to anything you want to achieve, inshallah. And this is something that Allah has given us as uh, a blessing. The ability to do khalq. So Allah is al-khalq, the ultimate creation, the ultimate creator. At the same time, He has given us, His creation, the ability to create things out of nothing by the power of imagination. Of course, this is all from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So even, you know, the creator of the plane, how did He create the plane? It is from al-khalq, the one who inspired Him to create this. So all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just to, you know, affirm this point, is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we do have the ability to create things, but with the ability and with the you know, help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have no, no ability to create something out of nothing without the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala emphasized this point of, of creation also when it comes to the creation of Adam Islam without a father and a mother. Right? And at the same time, he created uh, Isa alayhi salam with a mother, but without a father. Isn't that so? And he created Hawa, a female, without a mother, but with a father. And the human being is a creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is created uh, you know, with a father and a mother. So Allah has ability to create anything out of nothing. All he has to say is, Kun fayakun. And here is an open invitation to all of you out there to live by this beautiful name, Al-Khaliq, to start creating dreams for yourself you know no one can stop your imagination no one can stop your intention so put down your dreams write them down on paper you know imagine the future and imagine what the possibilities are 
and what the human being is capable of. Just think about your childhood. You know, if you look at a newborn baby and you think about his ability to crawl, you'd say that's, that's impossible, right? But the human being, as a child, he has a very pure fitrah. So he uses that pure fitrah to achieve the impossible, which is crawling. And so when the baby's crawling, you're like, yeah, he's crawling, but it's going to be impossible for him to stand up on two feet. I mean, come on, he's a baby. How will he know? Who, which YouTube video is he going to watch to learn? Which book is he going to read to learn? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this human being the capability to overcome his challenges with ease. How much, baby does, uh, how much effort does a baby put from going from crawling into walking? It's super easy for the baby. Yes, he falls a couple of times, but a small baby who has no college degree, hasn't read a single book, right? hasn't been to school, has the ability to you know, imagine what it feel, would feel like to walk. And then from walking to running. And then from not being able to speak to speaking. And then multiple languages. SubhanAllah. You know, so the fitrah of the baby is so pure that it achieves impossible things over and over again and, and smoothly and easily. But as we get older, what do we do? We start relying less on the you know, unseen world and start relying more on the seen world where we, we become negative and we think of things being impossible and difficult and uneasy. And that's where the human being fails in terms of doing big things and achieving big things. So let's break all these negative assumptions and these negative principles in our minds and let's start you know thinking optimistically about the impossible and doing things doing great things for humanity leaving behind a legacy and leaving behind something that you know gives meaning to our lives and to li the lives of others around us through this beautiful name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al-khaliq appreciate al-khaliq appreciate his creation and appreciate the fact that he has given you the ability to also create your dreams and achieve them with his help. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And in Surah Rahman, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَسْأَلُهُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَوَاتِ وَمَنْ فِي الْأَرْضِ كُلَّ يَوْمٍ هُوَ فِي شَأْنٍ Everything that Allah created is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala day to day, moment to moment. And Allah is pretty much occupied with, with answering these du'as. So Allah didn't say, just for human beings, even the ants are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for provision. Even the whale in the bottom, bottom of the ocean is asking Allah for provision. Even the seed is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it grow. Everything is asking Allah except who? Except us. We have neglected this powerful, powerful weapon or tool that, you know, is, wallahi, is such a blessing, is such a gift from Allah.